Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hour number two of Oilers Now. It's time to hear from you. It's 105 in Edmonton. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, World of Spas. Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. In this hour, we'll go fully interactive. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. Open 24-7, 365. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Ashley Fine Floors is open Monday to Saturday. Uh you can uh, also know that guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Come in and check out their new location, 3975 Calgary Trail. All right, let's get to it. We'll open up the phone line, 780-496-0063, and text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Shane will start uh, via the text route. Uh, happy belated birthday, Bob, uh, and many more. Well, f- well, thanks for that, Shane. Uh, hopefully there's several more. Uh, how about Darnell Nurse lately? Seems to be playing more confidently. Do you think the pressure is off him since the arrival of Ekholm? I think it does liberate Darnell a little. It allows Darnell to... Here's... And I'm, you know, it would have been good to maybe have asked Louie about this, but Darnell doesn't have to take all the responsibility. Like, there have been times that stuff's happened out on the ice that's required an immediate reaction, like Edler sticking his knee out on Connor McDavid and, you know, Nurse jumped in there. But Darnell has got to play, you know, 24 and a half, 25 minutes. And now with Ekholm here, Darnell doesn't have to play in every tough situation. Uh, and CC has not been, at, uh, he'd be the first to tell you, not been at the level that he was at last season. Uh, but I do think, I think Darnell's got points in six straight games. Uh, I mean, the Oilers are scoring a ton right now. And that's where I want to go with you. Are you uh, concerned about the defense or just enjoying the offensive productivity? I can tell you this. It's highly entertaining to broadcast it. Uh, This text comes in saying, Bob, L.A. controls the neutral zone. The Oilers must find a way to negate that. And I think they can beat the Kings tomorrow. And in a seven-game series, last year was closer than many people remember. Uh, That said, there were times in that series that the Oilers elevated. They lost game one. They won game two, what? Six nothing in game three, eight two. Then the Kings won game four. The Kings won the close ones. They, they won game five, close one. I think they was that not an overtime win in game five. And then the Oilers t- 
top players stick it to another gear in Game 6 and Game 7. Let's open up the phone lines. We'll start with Nick on line number one. Nick, you're on Oilers now. How you doing? Hey, Bob. Appreciate you taking my call, buddy. I'm doing great. Six yep. degrees out. Not even April yet. There you go. <laughs> uh, honestly, we should all be so thankful that we got that we get to watch this team each and every night. Like It could be pretty crappy while having to watch the New York Islanders night in, night out. When the playoffs roll around, checks start to become more prevalent. There's no check that's missed. Everything's, everything's batting down the hatches. The regular season's more of a fun thing, and we're watching something that's just awesome to watch. So I wouldn't really, I don't think that we're going to be, oh my God, brutal in the playoffs. Everyone's going to start checking a little bit more. Everyone's got their details for every single game. And you have to worry about the Oilers not waking up for a game either. Every game is important. It's kind of like for a few years, it's been rough to watch uh, the Oilers go to any bad team city because you know it's going to be a rough game that night. And then they roll into Boston or Tampa, you know you're going to see something great. So every single game is important. I believe in these guys, and things are going to get tight. And I wouldn't have any worries about our defense or our goaltending come playoff. Well, well, there we go. Uh, the one thing I will say is it's true, uh, Nick, is everybody blocks shots. And everybody hits in the playoffs. And, Absolutely. But I had one of the Hall of Famers say to me last week, Stoff, just remember, if Edmonton gets L.A., uh, granted Kopitar and Doughty have won before, but one guy's 35 and one guy's 33, and what happened in yep. game six and seven last year? And I'm like, well, they didn't have Doughty. And he goes, yep. yep. And Kings have gotten, they do have Fiala. He said, at the end of the day, the orders have gotten players like McDavid and Settle that can get to another level. and uh, And that's true. But that that is true. We got Hyman. Nuge is just killing it this year. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is healthy. incredible to watch. Like I, I will tell you, the and, and LA's got a good power play, and I expect tomorrow night to be a little feisty. I do because oh, yeah. I think the Kings maybe took a little. You know, like I'm watching Deharnay, and Deharnay's taking some. He's not taking any prisoners out there. <laughs> uh, you know, I know the Kings went and got McEwen instead of Brendan Lemieux, and I like Zach McEwen, but. Yeah. You know, I don't think Zach McEwen's a guy anybody like. He's he is he'll step up. He's he's game tough, but I don't think anybody's sweating him the way you used to sweat Lucic. Um, yeah, I. I, well, I Darren is what six six two thirty two forty. Like the guy's just a monster. Right? Yeah, and he's not a by his own admission. He's not a quote unquote striker. Like the guy in Philly, Nick Sealer, he's a striker. He's trained. He can hurt you with a punch. But yep. what DeHarnay can do is he's so big, he just reels. He's like Hawk and Paw and Dallas, same thing. Nick, good call. Thanks for it. 780-496-0063. We will go to uh, – let's do Keith on line two. Keith, you're in Oilers now. How you doing? Good, Bob. Hey, really uh, good to see the Oilers have some balls now. Uh, Ken Holland did a hell of a job. I can't believe he got rid of uh, number 13. Uh, that being said um, – Fighting should be allowed in the game, and uh, but not to the extent that happened uh, out in the East Coast with the Golden Bears. <laughs> well, there's no fights. I mean, that was the problem. It was stupid, man. It was. Uh, yeah. I showed a couple of the guys uh, on on the road trip what happened, and they were really dis. Yeah. By the way, that UPI team that Alberta played, mm-hmm. five of their top six players have already signed pro. They're out of there. Uh, so that's – that's you talked about fighting, and we've brought it up. So the Quebec League, as you're probably aware, has uh, – the Quebec yeah. teams, they've – they've they're, there's a strong – they're basically going to eliminate fighting. Mm-hmm. Elliot Friedman told us last week, Quebec League teams each got a million dollars. 
from the yeah. Quebec government during the pandemic, they are beholden to the political wishes of the system. <laughs> so that's part I, of the reason. I, you know? I, I got you, Bob. But also, um, yeah, somebody on last week that said that fighting is kind of working its way out of the game, but yep. it's still the toughness is still there. I think uh, it was. Got, yeah, it's, that's, you know. that's fair comment. That's fair comment, yeah. Keith. Thanks for the call. Yeah. You take care. Yep, yep, there you go. Let's go to Big Bad Joe on line number three. How you doing, Big Bad Joe? Hey, I'm doing fine, Bob, like usual. And I think, you know, you and me are right, though. They're going to either win all the games, but they're going to get to 47. That's well, a fact. They're going to get to they're at 43. They need four wins in their final seven to get to 47. I'd be stunned if they don't get to 47. Yeah, but even them all seven, though. And... Uh, when it comes to the defense, though, and you know, all the credit goes to uh, Ken Holland for bringing uh, home in. Guy in, yeah, and uh, you know, we have De Dehaney, and we all, you know, LA has Dowdy, but you know what, we have those two guys, and you know, we are a different team than last year. We are not being pushed around, and you know, we can score, and you know what, here comes the cut to Edmonton, Bob. Wow. Uh, Planet of Parade. Thanks, Big Bad Joe. 780-496-0063. That opens up three lines. We've got three other guys on hold right now. We're going to go to Chris on line number four. Chris, are you at all concerned about the Oilers' defense? Or are you enjoying the fact that we're watching? I mean, you talk to guys around the league. The Oilers are the most exciting team in the league. They're the highest-scoring team in the NHL. Where are you at? Well, I mean, first off, I mean, I don't know. How can you not enjoy what you're watching on the offense? Like, you know, you know, I was not, I was not able, was not privileged to be able to watch at the time when we had our Gretzky and Curry and, and Messier. But you know what? I mean, heck, this is the time portal that's allowed us to be able to watch it for those in our generation, in my generation. And you know what? I mean, that's the shot that the Oilers put on their social media of McDavid, Drysaddle, Kane, Nuge, and Hyman. It's like there's your your five right there. That's like, I mean, it's probably the best, like the best forwards we've had in like the last what three decades. We can almost name put. another team that's got five forwards as good as that. No, you you can't. And you know what? You might be able to name them, but how consistent can they actually be they, right now? I mean, I mean, I mean you look at look, look at Nijim Hopkins right now, like. He's 29 right now. Like he'll be 30 soon. He's gonna he's going to hit 100. I'm also going to tell you right now he's hitting 40 goals before the season is over. And I tell you what, I mean, like even Hyman, if we don't, if you take away the seven goals he's at going back, he'd be at 40 right now. It's it's ridiculous what you're do, he's doing and what the team's they, doing. They they can score. Scoring's up. That's a good sign. Uh, the defense, like, I, I, I kind of think everybody's going to play. And, and the other thing here is the Oilers have a couple more options because you need speed, quickness, and physicality in the playoffs. And the Oilers have a couple guys. Like, McLeod will be back before the end, of, hopefully before the end of the regular season. He's going to play when he's back. And the other guy is Holloway, who does hit and is fast. And he's going to be an option to Edmonton. It's interesting. A couple of callers talked about Ken Holland. Look at how much the defense has changed. Think of when Edmonton lost the series to Winnipeg, and they had Barry and Bear and uh, Jones on their defense. All I think Caleb might be six feet. The Oilers have a way bigger, heavier defense. Uh, and, they, and they weren't playing Bouchard. Dave Tippett and Jim Playfair elected not to play Bouchard. Bouchard's kind. I know he's, he, he makes mistakes, but 
he makes a lot of subtle players. It's interesting what's happened here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's an interesting time. Oh, no question. Like, you, you look at, like, it's not even the defense, right? It, you can even compare the defense from Holland's time right now, even to the last year of, of, of the Shirelli era, too. And you look at just, you know, the questionable moves and stuff. And I tell you what, you know what? For all the you know, for all the comments, both positive and negative, during Holland's time, I say he's done like he's done the job we kind of you thought that Shirelli was going to do. And you know what? He's done a better job as far as getting you know proper talent and helping recruit more guys. And that's also part of Ron McDavid as well too. But it's such a difference in the team. And you know what? And even seeing guys that, you know, having a fight to stay in the lineup, it's not like, a, oh, well, it's a clearly obvious he's going to be, this guy's going to be out. Or, okay, and, and I got one more for you, okay? When Ken Holland came here, he thought he had three top four defensemen. Oscar Clefbaum, Adam Larson, and Darnell Nurse. Okay? So Oscar's career ends due to a shoulder injury. Adam Larson, brutal personal situation, elects to go elsewhere. And he's found a way to rebuild the D. Can I can I just add something to that, Bob? If you really look at the acquisition of Matthias Sackholm, you could almost you could almost spin it to the case of the fact that it, you could almost take from what Clefbaum did and what Larson did, combine them, and you have Matthias Sackholm. Is that not uh, wow? Is that too far fetched, or is that uh, is uh, am I out to lunch? That? No, I just, well, just, I just just food for thought. <laughs> okay, I mean, I I would say that I personally think Sackholm is a more consistent defender than either of those two. I love Adam Larson as a guy, and Oscar had a higher offensive ceiling. Interesting point. Thanks for the call, Chris. i got to get some more calls in. Let's go to thanks. Uh, thanks. Let's go to Chad, who's been waiting for 16 minutes. Hello, Chad. How are you? Hey, Bob. I'm just at work getting paid by the hour. That's why we wait. Okay. Um, so with the defense, I'm really not worried about it. If you see this team, they, the last couple of years, they seem to be peaking at the right time. I find Kulak is a second-half playoff-type player. ARNA's emergence, if he can keep a level head, he's when it turns into prison rules, he's going to be a real asset. And then Ekholm, well, Ekholm's a bona fide top-four D-man for the last decade. So going forward, with more insulation around Nurse, it's just going to – it's going to breed confidence in that whole group. Um, Bouchard, different player now. And then even on the forwards, you see uh, Dreisaitl. Like, he's done it time and time again. He gets near the end of the season when it really matters, and they turn it right up. They're going to be unstoppable again. And with saying that, I'm really not too worried about playoff seeding. It's kind of a curveball here, but I wouldn't. Them being not having home ice advantage might not be the worst thing in the world because they tend to play down to their opponents. Or if they have an upper edge or they go in as favorites, they seem to kind of lollygag their way in. But if they are underdogs and they got a chip on their shoulder and they just shove it, they just go for it. And and that's usually how it works out. Well, uh, they were an underdog against Calgary. Nobody saw them win in that series. And they kicked the snot out of the flames in the final four games. They did. Like, it, that's, I mean, Calgary won 9-6 in game one. We're up 3-1 in game two, and I was looking at Jack going, oh. And then the, the flip switched, and McDavid and Settle just took over the series, and Kane had his moments, Nugent Hopkins had his moments, and RNH had his. Bouchard had his as well. Thanks for the call, Chad. 780-496-0063. We're going to go to Ken on line six. Ken, you're in orders now. How you doing? Uh, doing great. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, just wanted to bring up the issue. It's still leading away at me as the goaltending. One thing that jumped out at me last night was three goals and eight shots in the initial part of the game with Skinner. 
And while we have a very tight, very uh, just a outstanding, uh, you know, offensive effort, that still worries me as being a weak link. It's a, uh, it's a fair comment, and my response to that might be. Uh, they see like even with Jack Campbell in his last two wins, yeah, there was at least one ugly goal in both games. Guess what? More ugly goals are being scored around the league, but come crunch time, like in Campbell's case, he made a big save in overtime, and then made a good you know couple stops in the third when Arizona was pressing on Monday, and Skinner settled down as a game. That might be, and some would say that's a very Pollyanna-esque uh, approach on my behalf. And so your your point is duly noted. At this stage, Stuart Skinner is unproven in the playoffs, and unproven this year has been Jack Campbell. And you know, one other comment, I think on the other side of the uh, equation there, I have to say that one thing that jumps out at me as well is that our defense has tightened up, and I see more man-to-man effort, more man-to-man defense on the part of our of our D because uh, we we seem to be keeping them, you know, out of the away out of the home the, plate. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm encouraged. I see a, a strong man-to-man defensive effort. And that, to me, is really encouraging. Well, they also have a bigger defense, which might enable you to play a little bit more of that. And when less calls happen, sometimes those bigger D can lean. Thanks for the call. Uh, final call in this round, we're going to go to Chris in Phoenix on line one. Hi, Chris. How you doing? Hey, Bob. Uh, just want to comment on a couple of things. Uh, that Detroit trip where uh, my buddy uh, broke his goose egg was awesome. Um, I've got a couple comments regarding two players. Nuge, for all us Nuge fans that have been Nuge fans from the beginning, this is a godsend, and it's amazing what he's doing this it, year. It is. And, uh, the second, and the second is Darnell Nurse. For all the flack that this man gets, he plays top minutes on this team. He's a plus 57 on this team for a career. He's plus 19 this year. He's got 10 goals. He's got 41 points with zero to minimal power play time. So that's all I got. And uh, look for Connor and Leland to turn it up a notch in the playoffs. All right. There you go, Chris. Jeez. <laughs> look for, you know, they can play them together because they don't play them together a lot, five on five. Uh, in fact, we could probably figure that out during the 1.30 uh, update. Uh, it is 1.22 in Edmonton. You can start your new vehicle journey at Brent Ridge Ford. These guys are good guys. The dealer that doesn't forget about you after you purchase. If you value fair treatment, full transparency, call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, 780-352-6048. 12-time President's Diamond Club Award winners for customer satisfaction. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. When we come back in Orders Now, I'll get to the Orders Now injury report, and we're going to bang off some texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. This is Orders Now. 60 goals, 143 points. Does he get to 150 points by the end of the year? I think he does. What do you think, Brendan? Absolutely. He would need seven in his final seven games. No problem. No problem? The Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. James H. Brown, they were part of that uh, charity event with Evander Kane uh, just before Christmas. And James H. Brown, proud supporters of the Edmonton Oilers, the Edmonton Elks, where, of course, Trent Brown played a number of years for the Edmonton Eskimos, winning the Grey Cup, and it was a two-time CFL All-Star. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. You already heard from Ken Holland in the first hour of today's show saying... uh, 
hopefully last week of the regular season for Ryan McLeod. Dylan Holloway is back up and running in the minors. And in action, in fact, tonight. All right, let's get to some text. Uh, Caleb says, Bob, by acquiring Matias Ekholm, Ken Holland has really gotten us three new defensemen. Nurse and Bouchard are twice the players they were before, and Skinner will shut the door come playoff time. That comes to us from Caleb. Uh, again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. Uh, says, the only thing that worries about me about the Oilers D is the second and third chances they're given up after initial tra- uh, save is made. Uh, and again, you can text us on 780-496-0063. Valid point by the tech. I'd have to look this up, and I don't have enough time to look it up. Bob, does Connor McDavid have any seven-game chunks this season where he only gets seven points? Uh, I'd be surprised, says the texter. Fair comment. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Hmm. I don't have time to get to Haji's text. It's a good one. I'll weave my way through that. We are going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Evan Cook and come back with David Staples from the Cult of Hockey for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. Here's our Oilers Now headliner today. You're listening to Oilers Now. It's 128 in Edmonton.